Welcome everyone to episode three of season four of Love My Sheep. I am your host, Miss Lydia, and this season is titled Beneath the Rubble. And we are at the midpoint of this season as it is only five episodes in length, or I anticipate it will only be five episodes in length, as I previously indicated that James 1 verses 2 to 4 set the tone for this season. So let me read those verses again. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Amen. So let's go back to uh, verse 2 that I just read. Can we count it all joy in new temptations, though we did not have joy with the old? I don't know when your walk with the Lord began, but we all have griefs that we did not count as joy. And maybe some of us are determined to not count it as joy in the new trials and temptations temptations we face for whatever reasons that need to be worked out with the Lord. But years ago, I had attended a funeral and was speaking with the child of the deceased who did not understand why good people suffer. And as uh, this child's parent had suffered to their death, the child grew up in the church, of course, so I referenced Job and they themselves brought up Paul. However, I could tell in that conversation that Job's situation, Paul's situation, their lives were not any consolation to them. And years later, that conversation stayed with me. And I realized that their parent had suffered more than just physical suffering to death. And I think the child was baffled as to why their parent had endured spiritual suffering and did not have the support that was expected or the outcome that was expected in that suffering. And that is something we all have to face as obedience is a physical lonely journey and it doesn't go the way we anticipate. And we certainly see that in the Bible. And what we see is that when God is with us, When we are walking in obedience to him, there is also protection in that. So no matter how hard the journey is, God's protection increases the more we commit to him and the more we are willing to step out in faith. But his protection is not our definition of protection. And I think we tend to think of that in the natural And our rubble can skew our thought process. So what happens when we have rubble underneath our rubble that we don't even realize it's there? That it's so much that we can't see straight and not even aware that we're not thinking clearly? I implore you to not turn to the internet to look for a quick fix, even if it is a sermon or a worship song, but to turn to the word of God uncompromised without the temptations of any distractions, a physical Bible, to honor the Lord that you are keeping him first and foremost and away from the distractions of the world. 
If you don't know where to turn to in God's word, ask him in prayer and he will direct. Many times we are not willing to hear and listen to what God has to say to us. And even in that, we have to ask of the Lord. Help us to have ears to listen. Hebrews 4 verse 12 says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Amen. Now that is a heavy reality of the word of God. No wonder many times we get tired reading it. I felt a little tired in just reading that verse. We get tired. and There are days when we can't even read God's word. Or if we read it, it's not sinking in because we are reading out of habit and our mind tends to wander and we're multitasking at the time we're reading the word of God. And God knows our hearts and the attitude we are carrying to his word before we even dive into it. And how we are approaching God's word with the honor that he deserves will result in a different outcome, will result in increased strength, will result in increased peace, will in result in increased joy. But we have to have the desire to keep doing better. We have to have the desire to identify our hindrances and bring them before God and ask him to change that within us. Remember this, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Amen. Are we refusing to identify what is old and still hang on to it, thinking, well, let me still do these things, but I now have a new attitude in doing those things, so I'm a new creation with old habits that are not really old because of my new attitude in them. And is that the word of God? Is that what it says? The old has passed away. No wonder we hang on to our rubble. We can easily get comfortable in misery and not even realizing it. Walking with the Lord is not a comfortable journey. God comforts us, but that does not mean he makes life comfortable. Consider the one layer of rubble that you are able to identify. The one that is so heavy that you believe the only way out is to carry it to your final breath or the action of someone else. Consider how that is limiting unspeakable joy from the Lord to be your response in your journey. There have been situations where I have tried to pray my way out of a season. And there are situations where I've even tried to pray people out of my life. But it was not until I changed my prayer because I had asked God to pray in accordance to his heart 
which means he changed my heart, then he changed my prayer. And that season did change at his appointed time. And my attitude towards the people I wanted removed from my life changed as I grew in a love towards them. I ask God how he wants me to pray and still have to do that always. Father God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you that you do not do things the way we see fit or the way we understand. But I pray that you will help us to not reduce you to our limited understanding, that we do not reduce you to a time and space beneath you. I ask that you help us in our journeys and the buried rubble on top of rubble help us to not dwell in our disappointments, but to submit them to you for your healing. Help us to always desire your will first and foremost, to not try and compromise who you are. We know we live in a time where people will not endure sound doctrine, but have itchy ears to listen to only those who suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths and most of the time not even realizing it. Help us to not be those people. May we not desire validation of the flesh. And Jesus, may we know that you validated our lives on the cross. And help us to grow in that realization. And there is nothing more we should desire or need. Help us to know what it means to fully trust you. Father God, and to surrender every thought and desire to you for your vetting and for your cleansing. Encourage hearts to grow in a deeper commitment to you as time is running out. Lord, may we live with a sense of urgency in all things and not care about the things of this world, but the things of your word. Let your love flow, Father God, and may we have a compassion for the hurting. Let not our own allotted rubble create further rubble for others when we do not meet their expectations, but help us to communicate with understanding in that we are seeking and honoring your healing power. Thank you, Lord, for these challenging lessons and that your glory surpasses everything we encounter and endure. Have your way in each and every one of us, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time, know that I love you and the Lord loves you the most.